Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime podcast for Wednesday, August 21st, 2019, episode 176. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Berg. What's going on, everybody? That's right, y'all. We are back once again. Uh, August is almost coming to an end. Um, we've got a bunch of stuff we'll, we'll talk about, um, things we've been up to this past week. Oh, we got one person in chat. Oh, that's just you, Carl. Yeah, that's <laughs> me. Um, yeah, as per usual, um, be sure to j- drop in on the chat. We are live on Facebook. And uh, yeah, just join in on the goodness and magic that we that we delve into on a weekly basis. Um, let's t- let's give a shout out real quick to our sponsor at the top of the program, uh, Studio Regent Headphones. That's right. If you want some high quality, affordable, and fashionable headphones, all you got to do is go to studio.com, use the promo code Codex Podcast to get fifteen percent off. And as always, free shipping in the USA. I don't know why I find that funny that you just <laughs> did, but it was. Yeah. Does it smell good? Eh, it doesn't smell like anything, to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm just, <laughs> you put it to your nose, why not? <laughs> but yeah, man, our episode topic, uh, we're going to be talking about what-if scenarios. So, like, some some interesting uh, what-if scenarios, what if certain things went a different way, and how, you know, in our view, would things go about differently? Uh, it's pretty cool. So we'll get into some fictional stuff, maybe some real-world examples. And, uh, you know, we'd like to hear your what-ifs as well as we get into uh, the proceedings. Um, so, yeah, Carl, as you're sharing the episode, you want to talk a bit about what you've been up to as of late? You may have to give me one second. How about you start off? All right, I'll start off. Um, well, uh, just this past week, um, I've, been, I've been in the process of decluttering. A lot of my st- a lot of uh, things that I don't want anymore, so I've been taking a, a hard look at my collection for movies, books, um, just like um, and and video games as well. Just stuff that I haven't used in a long time, or stuff that I, especially with movies, stuff that I've bought because they were really cheap and I and I liked them. I'm like, oh shit, five dollars, yoink! Mm-hmm. And then I I would either watch them once or I would never watch them. And they would just sit on the shelf, and they're just taking up space. Not one cri- not one criteria made it. Uh, one only one did. Which one? Um, Macbeth by Roman Polanski. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, that one I just wanted. That should have just been burnt. <laughs> well, I like. Well, there's there are a few films of his that I do like, like Chinatown and The Pianist, and Rosemary's Baby. Uh, the rest you can kind of take or leave, but. Um, uh, Kyle's on the chat real quick. He says, what if Disney ain't shaft us? You, man. <laughs> appreciate it. We'll talk appreciate, a bit. Of, no, pre- appreciate. Oh, appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. We'll <laughs> talk. We'll talk about, we'll talk a bit about uh, that later on. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I just been in the, in the midst of decluttering and um, I just gotten in a mood because I realized like I had a whole bunch of stuff that I wasn't, wasn't really using anymore. I realized that I was just buying stuff just to just to have in my collection, and and, and what came to a head for me was uh, just buying comics. Like I just sat down and I looked at all the comics that I had, and I realized, man, this is this is getting too expensive for me. Like I'm just buying a whole bunch of comics left and right. I ha- already have a backlog. A lot of a lot of uh, some series that I've bought rather. I just like man. I'd rather just not follow this series anymore. 
it's just it's just it's just it's just ongoing with with comic books it just doesn't stop and for me i was like all right this comics thing is getting out of hand um let, let, let me take a step back and see which ones i can give away and then that led to me wanting to declutter uh some of my things and i'm still in the midst of it i'll be decluttering uh, here and there as i go like because i want to try to try to be a little more a little more minimalist try to you know, purchase, you know, stuff with intent, some intentionality behind it. So it's not just, oh, I'll, I'm going to buy it because I like it. Like there has to be like a really, really special reason for me to have it in my collection. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't do the selling thing because like if, if I were trying, if I were trying to selling my items, like one, like with movies and like Blu-rays and DVDs, like they, like the the value is like so low, way but, lower than than you purchase, and it takes a long time to move. So I'd rather just donate. Actually, you never have you ever heard of Macari? No, what's that? Well, it's like say if you wanted to sell like this book, you can post it up, put um whatever price, and then somebody would like, hey, if somebody is interested in it, they'll want to buy it, mm-hmm. and then they'll buy it through Macari. You obviously you get the profits, and then Macari will actually end up sending you. A shipping label. Mm-hmm. So, and all you got to do is just put the label on it and ship it out. Hmm. Eh. Eh, too much work. Yeah. I'll I'll just... I mean, thanks for the tip, but I'll just donate to a local center. <laughs> you know, they can they can use the goods. To each his own, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just in the midst of just donating a bunch of stuff. So, because I'm trying to, you know, just trying to push back against the whole consumerist capitalist deal that permeates nerd culture so much and it's like i don't need to buy a lot of things to prove that i'm a nerd and all this because that's part of it too and i and i just want to i just want to resist that notion you know i don't i try not to think i don't let i don't really get too like political with stuff and all that cause especially with things that i enjoy because in a way it just ruins it for me you know that i enjoy i enjoy me personally I enjoy buying comics and stuff. I enjoy reading them. I enjoy like having the backlogs and stuff. I'm a bit of a collector too, so I, j- and I, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if if you if you get enjoyment out of it, that's fine. Um, but you know, I know for for me, uh, there's just a lot of stuff that like I don't need to have in my collection anymore, and I just want to push back against that notion of having to buy every single issue of a certain series for example and like 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 comics alone like i just want to ideally i just wanted to be done with like maybe i'll follow one or two series but that's about it because it's it's too expensive it can it can a lot of it i noticed that they uh they're pretty short like okay for example the shuri the black Panther shuri um series was only 10 issues Mm -hmm. very good it was worth worth getting worth following the killmonger was only five um like uh, there's actually a very few, actually maybe two ongoing series that I'm really following. But other than that, they're usually just pretty short. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I'll get some one-offs here and there. Yeah. But they usually, yeah, just usually short story arcs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for and yeah, the short story arcs are are cool, like limited uh, mini series. Yeah. 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 Th- those are those are pretty fine. Um, but for like ongoing series, I'm just like. Yeah, I'm, I had enough. Like, I, like I actually want to go to Rococo's and just tell Reagan just to stop. I want to unsubscribe from everything I'm getting because it's, it's too much. I, I can't do it anymore. 
it's, it's just too wearying for me like comic comic collecting is just too it's 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 not it, it's it's not helping my financial cause at all so yeah i want to walk away from that mm. and like from other just like downsize other aspects of my of my collecting like from video games to movies to books downsize everything and just like strip it all down and just you know just live minimally but that's just me sure yeah yeah um other than that uh just just not, not, nothing else nothing else really i've been well i've been i've been playing some video games um i've been actually in the, in the spirit of decluttering i actually traded in a dozen uh ps4 games at gamestop you traded yeah you could have kicked off of that box I know. I was I was wise enough to keep the PS4s, uh, <laughs> PS4 games. Fire Pro. Oh no, I still have that. But um, but I I, I traded in a dozen games. Uh, most half of which I beaten. The other half, like I've played through like a good portion, and I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want this anymore. You beaten Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Yeah, I still have it. Right. You're not giving up your Witcher Three to save your life, huh? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> nah. Uh, Bloodborne. I still have that. You love that one. You you love that one so much. I would, I would go always go to GameStop too, and I'll just see it. And I'm like, I got this for free, and I like probably only touched it once. <laughs> yeah. Um. Damn. Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, I still have that. Yeah. Yakuza Zero. No, you was just playing that the other day. Uh. Yeah. I actually I actually traded in the hard copy. I just got the digital one. It was in a bundle with the first three games. Yeah. Um. Because you played a lot. You well, plus you beat games that fast too. Red Dead Redemption two. I still have that. You ain't giving that one up. You chose about that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The only ones I can really remember off the top of the dome was the ones that you really jonesed hard about and that you will never let go. Yeah. Uncharted. Uh, Lost Legacy's gone. I I literally just felt like beating that one again. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> But yeah, I traded in a dozen games at GameStop, and it was a deal too. It was like five extra five dollars on each of the games. Not bad. So I got like one seventy five in store credit. So what I did was I took I one I re, I pre ordered Death Stranding. Me too. Fives. Yep. So got that through store credit, and um, I got the rest on um, the PlayStation gift cards, which I used to download Spider Man: The City That Never Sleeps. Which I'm playing through. Fives. And um, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds, which I got. That's a new one? No, that's the DLC. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, fuck it. For, for, I, st- I rage quit, but yeah. <laughs> that's still such a beautiful, ga- beautiful game. Fives. Yep. And I got the first three Yakuza games on the PS4. So Yakuza Zero, Kiwami, and Kiwami 2. You scored fives. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was pretty much a win-win for me on my end. And with Yakuza, they're coming out with the remasters of 3, 4, and 5. Um, well, number th- well, part 3 is out now. Right. Part 4 is coming out in October. And then part 5 is coming out next February. And then Yakuza 6 is, 6 is already out for the PS4. So I'll get those games whenever they come out. Dope. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much, uh, pretty much caked up in that respect. Yeah, so decluttering led to some uh, good stuff in the end. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you got a lot of stuff that you don't want or use anymore, do, look into decluttering. I pretty much do that every time I move. Yeah. yeah like, I'm a collector, but I'm not a hoarder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. You see what I did? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude, that was good. Yeah. That was good. Um. Very much uh, on my end. Well, are you done? Yeah, I'm all set. Well, very much on, well, on my end. I actually just pick, um, picked this up for like very cheap on um, on eBay. It's called it's a Luke Cage Noir written by damn, written by Mike Benson and Adam Glass and the art by Sean Martin, bro. And it's yeah, Luke Cage, Luke Cage Noir, but it's like Luke Cage, but back in the 30s. Ooh, I like that. And then there's also like other series as well. Like, go ahead, take a look. There's, um, I know there's a Spider-Man, Spider-Man Noir, X-Men Noir, mm-hmm. um, very a couple of various uh, superheroes. But it's like what the scenario will be like. What if Luke Cage was back in the 30s during the Har- during the Harlem Renaissance? Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with you know all the other heroes. So me being the collector that I am, I'm gonna wanna, I'm gonna read it. Depending on how much I like this one, I want to see what everybody else was. And I was also intrigued too from um, Nicholas Nicholas Cage's character in Into the Spider Verse, yeah, which I actually heard that he wants to do more projects of. Nice, because of how interested he got in that character. Mm-hmm. So, I you know I'm definitely looking forward to reading that. I'll probably like put, do like a little. I don't know. Maybe I'll start blogging or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, as of right now, the absolute carnage that's been like. Taking the comic world by, by storm right now, written by Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman. Um, it for, those comics have been selling out, and it's actually pretty real. It's pretty pretty dark. I actually jonesed about it on social media, but it's so basically. It, so um, the story is a year after turning Venom's world upside down, and there's a whole bunch of crazy shit going on with Venom and Eddie Brock. Mm. I think you may have to follow the uh, Venom series to. Get the just that you know, get that story. Okay. So Carnage is actually back to just to destroy his world again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's also targeting every everybody who has worn his symbiote and trying to basically trying to kill him, I guess. Okay. Like it's only number one has been out and then there's other side issues. This is actually one where I want to get the side issues. Usually like for certain, you know, events like this, like War of the Realms, I just bought the main issue. The main stories, uh, Secret Wars. I just bought the main stories. This is one where it's like, and Carnage is one. I would give him. I would say he's a top five villain. Hmm. Okay. He, I, I would actually want to see more. So I was like, you know what? This would probably be one where I would get all the side issues out as well. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so yeah, Cletus Cassidy returns on a path of discretion on destruction. That's worth picking up. Like I, uh, there was also the uh, scream, where um, the Carnage symbiote actually took took an over a woman whose name I completely forgot, mm-hmm. and so she become yeah she becomes the symbiote scream, mm-hmm. and then there's another one where it start um, separation anxiety which came out last week, yeah. and it starts off like this girl's she's sitting on the step, step crying, her parents you know her parents are inside yelling they're getting a divorce mm-hmm. the family's tearing apart so it's just a regular old dog comes in sees the girls crying just comforts her and whatever mm-hmm. she's like, okay maybe you can come in for a little bit and the next thing you know boom the dog erupts and it says it's a symbiote nice <laughs> takes over the mother mm-hmm. takes over the father so the kids are going around screaming mm-hmm. 
screaming. You hear all this ruckus. So then the neighbor comes in like, hey, I heard something, you know, heard some commotion. Is everything going on? I was getting ready to mow your lawn. Mm. Oh, we're just about to have dinner. Mm. Come on in. Kills the neighbor. Cool. They have the neighbor for dinner. (laughs) Nice. And then they just completely take over the whole entire family and they're on their way to New York Mm. to connect with the absolute carnage main storyline. Delicious. You would say that, you <laughs> sick son of a bitch. I was like, this is a victor. Like, I know you caught it and you just kind of skimmed through it, but like, I would say just, like, give it another shot because I'm like, this is a victor-ass comic. Like, if you loved Midsommar and... What was the other one? Hereditary? Yes. Yeah. Ah, I just got that. I got that feel out of it. Oh, okay. Now, with Absolute Carnage, do I have to read the spinoffs? To get the just like scream and the others, I don't think so. I heard it's recommended that you do, mm-hmm. but I I don't think you really would though. Mm. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. But I'm I was talking to Harris about it. And he got a, he got onto those. Mm. Oh, he's a big fan. He's enjoyed it. Yeah, he like he really liked it a lot. And mm. I a, a lot of other people that I connect with has actually told me that they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I think this is going to be a fun if you're into some dick, sick, dark, twisted shit. Okay. What are you looking at? Midsommar, <laughs> Hereditary, Something Strange. <laughs> I will never forgive you for Something Strange about the Johnsons. Oh, I will never forgive you for that. The strange thing about strange the Johnsons? Strange things about the Johnsons. <laughs> I never get it right. but I, I will never forgive you for that. Yeah, you know, the part where the son break, busts into the bathroom and he's screaming, the father's screaming in the bathtub. Ah! And the mother just like turns the volume, volume up. up. You, you son. <laughs> oh, that, shit. That, that's something. Hey, you know. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a movie that has to be seen to be believed. Words. Yeah. 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 I'm sure Natasha liked it. She watched it twice. Oh, 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 once by herself because I came here to I came to do this. Mm-hmm. I told her about it. I came to do this, mm-hmm. and then when I got back to the house, yep, she's like, "That sick son of a bitch! You need to watch this." <laughs> so then she watched it with me. Like mm-hmm. she tried, she was like tried scroll. She was like scrolling on her phone or whatever, but it was like on. So she just you couldn't help but to look. But of course, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout the entire movie, I'm like, I will never forgive Victor for this shit. Like, yeah. I forgive you for Mulholland Drive. Yeah, it's a great movie. I love it. That's some confusing. You silencio. <laughs> yeah. What was, the, what was the point of that? I don't know. There is no point. <laughs> There's so much of that movie that just has nothing to do. They had a simple storyline at first, mm-hmm. but then we got the, to the laughing gypsy, old gypsy couple, and all of a sudden they turn into action figures. Yep. And then, like, it, it just took a completely turn. It just went left. Just went all over the place where it didn't. It was completely unnecessary. Well, well, the thing to understand about Mahal and Drive is that it was originally conceived as a television series, but then uh, I think ABC was like, no, we're not doing this. So David Lynch Smart. decided to do it as a film. So Smart on ABC. He left a lot of stuff left over in the film, which would have been in a TV series, which would have been fleshed out more. Yeah. just left it in the film. So that's why a lot of stuff is just like there. Silencio. That's so fucking weird. <laughs> what was the, there was no point of that. Oh, I love that movie. That's that's one of my all-time favorites. Oh, man. I'm like, should I do another criteria? I don't know if I want to do another criteria challenge. Yeah, you, 
can do another Criterion. Let me see. I mean, because you, you did Tootsie, which was good. Um, yeah. Let me see. The premise of Juana Man. Don't, don't, don't put it's the two in the same. what it is. You can tell Juana. After watching both movies, granted, granted I haven't watched Juana Man since, like, what, 97, 98? <laughs> but the thing that movie came out in, like, 2000, 2001. Possibly. Yeah. But, like... I was off with that one. But it's like, if you watch that movie, then you watch Tootsie, you'd be like, okay, yeah, it's... Juana Man is Tootsie. Well, Juana Man involves a basketball player. Tootsie involves an actor. Okay, so it's just different different occupations. Except Tootsie was better. (laughs) I enjoyed it. Family Guy did spoof it a couple of times. It did? (laughs) That was good. But it's it's pretty much the same thing. It is. It is. Well, same premise, but either way, still better than than The Wiz. Listen, we're not going to get into that. (laughs) We're not going to get into that. Yeah. We're not going to get into that. Um, Also, no, I I hit the nostalgia tip. Mm -hmm. And I took 45 minutes of my life to watch Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I saw that on Netflix. I didn't see it, but I saw that it was on there. It kind of goes it goes by really fast. And mm-hmm. it's just a one-time thing which I'm very happy about. Yeah. Okay, so it's like one episode? Yeah. Okay. One yeah, it's just on TV if it was going to be on Nickelodeon like it was supposed to. Yeah. It would have been an hour, but you know, mm-hmm. no commercials and stuff. It was just 45 minutes. Nice. So yeah, basically so it's the premise is after being stuck in space for 20 years, which is how the show ended. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't remember how they got into space. Well, obviously, a rocket was through them, but they was just. But yeah, Rocco and his friends returned to modern day Old Town. So they come back. They have like their versions of Starbucks. Everybody has a cell phone, an old phone instead of an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, modern day, modern time. So Rocco, yeah. but um, but Rocco, unlike his friends, he doesn't have the same enthusiasm as um you know, for the 21st century mm-hmm. as the rest of his friends. So what he does, he's he attempts to get his favorite show, The Fatheads, mm-hmm. back on the air. Back on the air. Mm-hmm. And his last resort was to find the creator, Ralph Bighead, to bring the show back. Because the mm-hmm. conglomerate company tried to do it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, nah, this ain't it. We have to get Ralph Bighead. And mm-hmm. um, it was a pretty... Modern day, interesting modern day twist. Okay. Does it still have that uh, clever adult humor in there? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, to me, it's like they, it's like they just, like, even though they had, like, their, you know, that modern day twist and whatever, Mm -hmm. they shoved a lot of freaking nostalgia in your face about that show. It's like they just, Throughout as many one-liners as we can remember at you, mm-hmm. um, the, the laundry day is a very dangerous day. He yep. said that, and I actually quoted right along with him, like, "This is nice." Yeah, and that's what it was. Hmm. It that's... was nice, a little one-off special. Mm-hmm. That's all we need. Yeah, that was all we need with that show. But I would love, I wouldn't mind, like, like say if Rocco's Modern Life was on. Mm-hmm. I check it out. Why not? Get a little laughs in. I'm like, I remember I used to enjoy the hell out of this. Yeah, it's a cool show. Like I actually have the DVD set. I see it at Walmart all the time. Yeah, it's only twenty bucks, right? Probably like less. Thirty. Actually. 
Oh, it's 30? 30 from when I see it, so who hmm. knows? I can probably catch it cheaper, but like. Yeah. Who knows? I, and I'm like, and I've been like on eBay and Amazon a lot too, so it's like you can probably get it cheaper on like Prime or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool series. I watched a, a few episodes recently. I was like, man, this is this still holds up. Does it really? It, yeah, it still holds up. Like all the subtle adult humor that they got away with on the show is like, oh, I get it. Choky Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The name of the restaurant. Oh, shit. <laughs> yep. I get it. Also, the fact that Rocco was working a sex line. Yeah, he worked as a phone sex operator. Um, yep. Oh, damn. Um, Mrs. Big Head had a little um, desperate house, housewife moment. Yep. <laughs> trying to get trying to seduce Rocco because yeah. her husband wouldn't give her any attention. attention. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That show got away with a lot. But it had to be clever back then. Cause yeah, it did, but it was like different times. But, but, but then again, like they were sensitive around about crazy shit too. Like if you notice, if you watch Ninja Turtles 2, the movie, mm-hmm. they didn't use their weapons at all. Really? If you watch Secret of the Ooze, they ne- they had them, but they never used them. Really? Wow. It's been, it's been like over 20 years since I watched that movie, so I'm going to yeah. have to... You want to know yeah. why, though? Because the first one, parents complained about the violence. Really? Yeah, that's some very PC shit. Like, extra PC shit. <laughs> like, dude, they, if you watch the cartoon, they use their weapons. Yeah. The video games, hello. Uh, yeah. The action figures. I mean... And it, just... But yeah, they complained, and then part three was just god-awful. Yeah, it was. I'm, that I remember. But, I mean, if parents were to complain about anything with that Ninja Turtles 2, they should have complained about Vanilla Ice. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. And everybody was souped off of Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Yeah. That was one of his only two hits, that and Ice Ice Baby. And then he disappeared. He went crazy. Like, he... I remember watching Vanilla Ice on The Surreal Life. Mm-hmm. I remember he was on that show. And they showed, like... And they had, like... Because there was one wall where they had, like... Oh, it was a painting. Yeah, but it was like how they, how the celebrities used to be, like in their younger times or when they were like in their prime or whatever. Yep. And Vanilla Ice saw his, and he absolutely went ape shit and started like spray painting over it, screaming, talking about how much he hated that time in his life and all that. Like well, he completely lost his shit. Well, damn. I mean, talking about a man with regrets. But yet. The reason why your construction company is so big is because of, because of the simple fact that you're Vanilla Ice. Yeah. I mean, what else would he be doing? Yeah. But <laughs> after the show, he like he grew to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, good on him. Good on him. It was like him and MC Hammer. They were two peas in a pod yeah. at the time. Him is still okay. Yeah. MC Hammer. When he came up with Too Legit to Quit, that was his mm-hmm. most ironic song. Because he quit afterwards. Or rather... Pretty much had no choice. Did you watch the cartoon? Oh, shit. I never saw the cartoon. He had a cartoon. <sighs> he was just dead regular Stanley, and then he would turn into MC Hammer when he puts on some magic shoes that talked. <laughs> God, the 90s. In hindsight, that shit was awful. The 90s was what a time it was. I love the 90s, though. I'm, I'm a child <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> Man, why don't they just reboot MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice? Have like a buddy cop show or something like that. Or a one-off. I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> I would, too. If they bring, if they could bring back Fuller House, they could definitely do that. Yeah. 
Hell, why not bring back Family Matters? I saw a meme. I, th- I hope I still have it on my phone. It's like they show the they like the cast the cast like reunited for like reunited for like a photo shoot. Yep. And Jaleel White was st- sitting next to uh, Kelly Sh- Shane Williams. I, yeah. Yeah. She's talking, but it's just like at that moment, the meme just caught Steve was just. And it just said Steve done with Urkel. I mean, Steve done with Laura now. <laughs> <laughs> like Steve's all set with Laura now. Wow. Oh, man, uh, I hope I didn't delete that on my phone because that shit had me died. Man, that show does not hold up. Yeah, it does. I catch some episodes and get a laugh and get a laugh out of it. Whenever I catch it in syndication, syndication. Yeah. I don't know. Fresh Prince still does. Like I oh, watched. Yeah. I, I watched the final episode the other day and I was sad. I was like. That was really such a sad time in my life when that show when that show ended. Yeah, yeah, because Will Smith was a superstar at that point. He was, yeah, he was getting to, yeah. I mean, understandable. Yeah. Especially the part where Jeffrey said goodbye. Will. Will. Yep, called him by his name for the first time. For the first time in the whole. Yeah, Jeffrey. I miss Jeff- Jeffrey too. The shade that he used to throw. Yeah, <laughs> no one could throw shade like Jeffrey on that Prince. show. Prince. Prince. I mean, I'm talking about on the show. Oh, on the show. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. What no, Jennifer funny. Lewis's character, was. she used to throw some ill shade. Oh, yeah. She, yeah she's Her characters are pretty much good for that. She is a, she is a very underrated actress. She, I feel like she does get respect, but only in our community. Yeah. I, I, that's valid. Yeah. Because like, like, she, she started in a, several episodes of, of In Living Color. I yeah. remember. Yeah. Was exactly my po- something like that. Oh, that just proves my, my point. point. <laughs> yeah, when the burger was broken and she was still on the phone. He's like, "Hey, lady, give me all your money." She did a, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and she just like kicked his ass. When she she was did on while on the phone the entire time. Yeah, like he wasn't even there. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, that was a. I got. I'm glad I got my freaking thing. Mm. We should do watch-alongs of freaking just certain TV shows and movies. <laughs> Uh, you can do it on the Wiz and talk about how racist the crows you were. were. You were. Then why don't we just do Dumbo and keep that same energy? <laughs> and you know, the Wiz had prostitutes, but anyway. <laughs> that movie does not hold up. You shot your face. 53-year-old Diana Ross. She was not 53. She was 35. I mean, yeah, she was like uh, 57, but... She was not that old. <laughs> no, she wasn't, but her character... They had to scale up her character's age because now, the character was supposed to be a teenager. Now, didn't Motown produce that? Yeah, they did. Yeah. We still got The Last Dragon. Oh, Last Dragon is great. great. <laughs> Love that movie. Still got your copy. You know You know what? You want to hear something funny? Wait. You, I have your copy of The Last Dragon. No, it's still, it's still in my collection. Ooh, you let me borrow it. <laughs> and I still... Okay, this is going to bug me. I'll, I'll talk to the poopy. I'll be right back. Let me see <laughs> I mean, it's sure. the... No, I have it. Oh, you have to go into the other room. But anyway, um, what else do I do? I have really nothing. You really just left me in here on a on a blank. Um, damn. 
Well, we are going to be getting into our what-if scenarios. Uh, what if certain things went into a different way? But before we do that, we're going to give a big shout-out to our, our um, sponsor, Studio Regent Headphones. If you want some high-quality, affordable, and fashionable headphones, all you got to do is go to studio.com. Use the promo code Codex Podcast to get 15% off. And as always, free shipping in the USA. Came back out of time. And one, two, three, I was right. All right. Then. Wait, you still have it? Wow. Yeah. I know exactly where it is. Uh, oh. Can I get back? If you watch Limit, if you watch Limitless, yeah, I'll watch it this week. No, you won't. No, this time, this time, this time, I think I will. No, you won't. I think I will. You will not. Because I, I really need the last dragon back. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can we, should we shake on it? Yes, let's shake on it right now. It's document. Let me see the other hand. No, no, no fingers crossed. and all that. Yeah. We'll shake on it. Yes, we're shaking on it. Um, by next week, I will have a full-on review. Of Limitless, starring Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro. You gotta be a man of your word now. I'm a man of my word. Listen, listen. I talk. I talk to the people all the time. Victor Omoya was a man of his word. When he says he's he's gonna do something, he's gonna do it. it might take. It might. It, it, it may. It, I may not. Oh, it took a year. <laughs> listen, I may not always be there when you want to, but I'm always on time. Hashtag God. <laughs> I was like, they say that in church a lot. Yeah, cause you know, cause I'm that's that's me. I'm I'm God. I am your God. No, the hell you ain't. Yeah, I am. Victor three sixteen. Can you make your pink king of ring picks yet? Uh, I was I I did have either Cesaro or Ricochet, and since Cesaro lost to Samoa Joe, I'm gonna have to go with Ricochet. Cause old king thing. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing a couple of. I'm doing a couple of bracket. Like I'm using the same bracket for like that. I know we're doing one one along with the UWO podcast. Um, and then Natasha and the kids they wanted to do one, so they're doing that right now. Everybody's tied. Okay. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody's tied. Mm-hmm. And I got. And then with my with the wrestling is trash, I think I only got three points. Mm-hmm. I well, yeah, I want to say three. B Rob can tell me about that. But um, yeah, I was getting ready to start with the whole what if ser- what if scenarios. Oh, okay. I already shout out our sponsor and everything. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, before we do that, oh. I wanted to touch on the whole news with Spider Man. Oh yeah, that's yes. heartbreaking. Shit. Yeah. So before we get into the what ifs, um, there is some big news going on. Um, apparently, um, Disney, Disney, Marvel, and Sony uh, could not reach an agreement. So it appears that as of now, Spider-Man is no longer part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, the original deal uh, currently was that uh, um, Sony would would earn ninety five percent of the first dollar gross. Of of the of the Spider Man of the solo Spider Man movies, so mm-hmm. in the first weekend, Sony would collect ninety five percent of the gross. Uh, Disney would collect five percent. In return, Disney would would have would would earn one hundred percent of the merchandising dollars, and Sony would not profit from any other movie, any other MCU movie starring Spidey. So like the Avengers, Civil War, all that. They so saw they saw how well Endgame, Infinity War, and Endgame Game did. Yep. And they wasn't getting a red cent from that. They didn't like that at all. Yeah, and well, that and plus like uh 
uh, Disney is is requesting a fifty percent uh, stake in the in the first dollar gross, so a fifty fifty split of the profits. And Sony says no because Far From Home is actually the highest grossing uh, Sony film ever made, and they want to stick with that. And so, and since and since uh, Sony still has the film rights to Spider Man, they want to say okay, thank no thanks, but no thanks, Kevin Feige, we want to stick with Spider Man on our own. And because Far From Home made a billion dollars, and that's our highest grossing movie for our studio, and we want to continue that trend on our own. As that's what it sounds like. Now, I will say, I will say, like the fact that all of this is being reported, it does seem like a, it does seem like they're just like trying to rile the fans up so people like us can talk about it. That way, Disney can somehow leverage their, leverage their success, as well as Sony. They can flex on each other a little bit in public, and then they can come to some sort of agreement later on down the line. Maybe that's the case. I'm hoping that's the case, because that, um, that that was heartbreaking. More heartbreak. That was just as heartbreaking as when we found out that Vince's band's gonna have his hand in NXT. Oh God, let's talk about that uh, in a moment. But, but yeah, um, but but with but with that with with uh, Disney, I will say that I got a I did get a chuck a little bit of a chuckle out of it because one, you know, Disney's already too powerful as it is, and plus they're getting all this money from other. Other Spider-Man related properties like like Marvel Disney owns 100% of all the comics based stuff, right. as well as the upcoming theme park, Spider-Man themed theme park. Um, so right at this point, they're just being. I think Disney's being a little greedy. Also, it it it, it kind of serves Disney right for, you know, not thinking too carefully by putting by trying to position, by trying to center Peter Parker. As like the center ca- centerpiece character for Tony, the future MCU films going forward, Tony Stark died for nothing, you know. Like, and, and it show and it shows like too. It's like you know you have a whole film far from home, and then you want to try to sequel bait with J. Jonah Jameson revealing his identity to the public, and then all of a sudden that's gonna be that's gonna be poof gone. But yeah. but you know, it seems like it Sony s- serves Disney right. Seems like Sony wants to combat that and be like, you know what, give us more. Give us more. I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with your scenario for it, because I'm one of those fans who are outraged and heartbroken about it. But it's like, because we're get. This is probably one of the best versions of Spider-Man we got. Yes. Not since deep. live action, since Tobey Maguire. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and but that was only good in what? Two movies. Say two ish. Nah, two movies. Three was. One dumb. was cool. Two was the best. Mm-hmm. Three should never be mentioned ever again. Right. And then you had the Andrew Garfields, which was, in hindsight, okay. Well, the first one, second one was pretty damn awful. I don't give it awful. I mean, they had like that nice little. I I, I enjoyed the twist, and then we got t- cock teased with the Senator Six, mm-hmm. and then we never saw that come to fruition. Right. And then we have okay. I would probably say he's probably one of the most relate. Tom Holland's probably one of the most relatable Spider Man. Yeah. That we got. Mm-hmm. Toby McGuire looked like he was just allergic to everything. <laughs> I like Tobey Maguire. Like he he was he was definitely great. He fit the role well, and so does Tom Holland. At that at that time. Um, but but yeah, man. I mean, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. But I I just find it all amusing, to be honest. Pretty amusing. That your your, your first scenario, but I'm praying that it happens. That they're just flexing on each other. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? We'll we'll see. If not, then Disney better you know better have a plan B. 
and just write off Spider-Man saying that, oh, yeah, he's into hiding since uh, people know who he is. At least they have an out narrative. <laughs> Pretty much. That's it. There's your out. There's your out, Disney. Yeah. Um, but, oh, and, and oh, yeah, you mentioned it. NXT coming to Wednesdays in September. I think it's September. It's kind of been on Wednesdays, though. Uh, well, <laughs> network. well, on the network, but uh, things have changed. Hashtag AEW effect. Yeah. Um, since AEW is making their debut on Wednesday nights on TNT, October 2nd, Wednesday, WWE, because their petty game is strong, they decided to get the two-week jump ahead of AEW by debuting NXT on the USA Network on Wednesday, September 18. It's going to be a two-hour show, still going to be filmed at full sale. I don't know about this, man. You know what it is? I like it on the network alone just because of the simple fact that, like, hey, it brings more viewers into the network. And then it, like, you have to really be a fan Mm-hmm. To really appreciate NXT, like the NXT is really like for the smarts. Yeah. Like NXT is everybody's transitions from the indies mm-hmm. to the mainstream. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you get those NXT just has those has that really smart fan base and just mm-hmm. bringing the bringing the bringing the mat the casual masses into it. I feel like it'll yeah. just like dilute it. Yeah, it'll it, well, n- not so much that, but like if Vince McMahon has any sort of creative uh, stake in it, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna yeah. hurt the brand pretty badly. Yeah, it, it really will. And you're just giving a- AEW an easy win at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is just. I don't think. And well, yeah, wrestling fans, we're about to go to war. Yes, yes, we are. You know, yeah, I saw another meme where it just it was a soldier. Walking out of his house, and is like, "Girlfriend, where are you going, honey?" And she and the, the man, off to war. What war? The Wednesday, the Wednesday night wars, <laughs> AEW versus NXT. And I'm like, "Yep, that's it." Yeah, that is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's. I mean, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with AEW as long as they have the. If if they if they still pre tape as long as they they post the episodes on the same night or the night after they're, the they're gonna be the night they're gonna be the night after oh good then yeah AEW all the way then so yeah why not not to mention I'm going to AEW yeah it was so funny too when we was at, when we was out to dinner last week we were just like we'll just talk we'll we'll just be talking da, da, da. Brian we get to see Kenny Omega yes <laughs> da, 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 da. We get to witness stra- sloth style in person. Orange Cassidy. <laughs> yes. And then we just broke into a whole thing. Told my girl about um, MJF. And then I showed her the whole Lieutenant Dan clip. <laughs> um, I showed her the clip about um, when uh, MJF came out when Brett was presenting the championship. Oh, yeah. I showed her the... Um, the promo at Fighter Fest, and she's yep. like, "Yo, this dude's an asshole." And then I saw the picture. I don't even know if you saw this picture though. Oh, what? MJF took a picture with a disabled fan. Mm-hmm. Like, dude was in a wheelchair, cerebral palsy, and all that. Okay. And he's sticking his middle finger up to him. <laughs> oh, MJF. Yeah. Is flipping off the kid. Yeah. What a douchebag. <laughs> and oh, the thing man. is, I've I've worked with people with developmental disabilities. When in this October, it will be ten years. Mm-hmm. I should be offended as fuck by this, but it's like he's such a fucking douchebag. But it's like I fuck with 
fucking love it. Hey, man. He's he's the, he's the best heel in the you game. love to hate him. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, dude, he was on Rosie O'Donnell's show when he was like six. Really? Yeah, the clip's on YouTube right now. And, um, wow. He was pretty much like a complete dude. Oh, yeah, she took YouTube off because the kids abused it. Oh. I'll show I'll show you the clip. But yeah, he was a complete dick to Rosie O'Donnell mm-hmm. at six. <laughs> oh man. Hey, MGF MGF was MGF back then. He was. <laughs> the salt of the earth. Man. I'm like, you know what? That's going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how you that's how you uh that's how you create a heel character, folks, in wrestling. But yeah, Wednesday nights are gonna be on fire though. But yeah. you know what? Professional wrestling needs this it does it's been needing it since 2001 man yes it has so you know what bring it on yeah bring it on i keep telling everybody who thinks that everybody who's oh no i don't yeah i don't watch wrestling anymore (laughs) yeah i'm too cool for this yo wrestling's cool again it is it is and there's also new japan yeah yeah yeah, it's hard for me to keep up with because it's like I usually watch it on my laptop when I get a chance, and I just never really have it set up. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I use my laptop for DJ purposes. I yeah. DJ the Sweet Sixteen this weekend. Um, it's pretty safe to say that every little every rapper that comes out now mm-hmm. whose name begins with little, you fucking suck. <laughs> and that was my worst Kyle Chapman impression ever. <laughs> uh, let the kids have their fun. And that's all you have to do is just like let them have their fun. But yeah, these guys suck. But anyway, let's yeah. get on to this what to these uh what if scenarios. Yes. Um Yes, kick us off, Carl. Okay. What you got? Um What if Disney did not purchase Marvel? Ooh. What if they stood with Paramount all these years? You know, I would say one then if if that were the case then one Disney would not have the either Disney would not be as dominant as they are now. They probably wouldn't have gone on to buy 20th Century Fox. Right. Um, but with the MCU, perhaps, perhaps they would have, perhaps they would have, uh, if, if they had Kevin Feige still, then they would still have that vision. The films maybe, maybe will come out more or less the same. Or if they didn't have Kevin Feige, if they had like someone who either had no clear vision of where it would go, then it would probably just be the more of the same. It would probably end up like the X-Men films in a way. I'm thinking like they, I think they would probably still have the vision. They would probably still have Kevin Feige as a figurehead, Mm -hmm. but we would have gotten all those films, Mm -hmm. but you would, it wouldn't have been the same exact quality. Like Endgame, I don't think we would have had the same Endgame. Mm. I don't think that it would have been as culturally impactful as it was. Right. Nor like Black Panther either as well. Like, I think they would, it would be there, mm-hmm. but it would just be there. Right. Yeah. Like it, like it would, it would be, it would be competent. It'll be a film that like, Hey, you know what? This was cool. And then like, that's it. And then you just like, like move we're, on. we're, we're not going to be like really talking about those movies. As much as we are, mm-hmm. yeah. You know I mean, like the Endgame. I've seen. I, I went to Walmart. Yeah. All their copies of Endgame were gone. Wow. Damn, that's that's pretty. That, wow. I'm glad I got mine's like right before I went to work the mm-hmm. day it came out. Yeah, and also to your point too, um, with uh, 
if 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 had had the MCU stuck with Paramount and Disney didn't bought, purchase Marvel, mm-hmm. then I think the MCU films not only would they not be the same, they'd probably be way worse for wear because you gotta factor in um, Ike Perlmutter, who was the uh, CEO of Marvel Entertainment. He's yeah. who, who's, I think he still is the CEO of Mar- Marvel Entertainment, mm-hmm. and this dude Ike Perlmutter. Uh, He's not the biggest fan of diversity. He's a big hardcore Trump supporter, reportedly. Um, you w- we would have not had Black Panther. Um, let me see. A-, a lot of, like, the Marvel's push for diversity now, now like, on-, on their films, we would not see that at all. Or even TV shows. TV shows? Oh, yeah, forget there'll it. There'll be like, no Luke Cage at all. Yep, there'll be no, no Luke Cage, no Jessica Jones. Daredevil will probably be a, end up as a movie. It would probably would have been another Ben Affleck joint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it, like like a good. There's a good chance that it probably would have ended up kind of like what the DCEU uh, was it's, under Zack Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. At least there's some good that came out of Disney. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, with uh, with under Disney's tutelage and having Kevin Feige at the helm, yeah, that's what that, that's what they that's needed. A, that's the huge. Huge difference. RDJ yeah. probably would have went back to drugs. No, I don't think he would have went back to drugs. Oh, uh, who? RDJ. Oh. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, he probably would have probably would have made a few more probably made a, made a few more films. They probably would have culminated at the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, and then he'd probably struggle with, okay, what do we do from here? Yeah, definitely. I would say definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I would say... You know, for better or worse, you know Disney, Disney at the helm, and having hiring Kev, Kevin Feige as the exec, executive producer was definitely what Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe needed. Yeah, like without without those components, you wouldn't have cried at the end of Endgame. I cried twice, man. Twice. <laughs> yeah, I I bought I bought Endgame. I watched it. I watched the Thanos battle, and I cried throughout. I cried still. Still, it still hit me like the same. Months late, months later. Months later, it still hit me the same way. I still cried uh, when when Tony Stark snapped his fingers. I am Iron Man. I cried at the funeral. I cried when Captain America came back as old Steve Rogers and passed the shield to Sam Wilson. Yeah. I cried at the ending when him and you did worse, man. Him and uh, uh, um, what's her name? Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter had that dance. dance. That's all he wanted. That's all he wanted. That's all he wanted. That's all he wanted. It was his, like I was telling my girls at the same at the time. She's like, okay. I was like, that's all they show is a dance. I'm like, see, we gotta go back and watch. We wanna watch. We have to watch all these because all he wanted mm-hmm. was just one dance. Yeah, yeah. That's all he wanted since first Avenger. Yeah, and he got it. He did. Damn, that movie still hit me the same way. I did, are you choking? Up? Are you choking up right now? I'm not choking up right now, oh. but like. I, I did not expect that the movie to hit me the same way it did, and man, wow, wow, it, it, it's my it's my second favorite Marvel film. Like right. Black Panther's the first. Yeah. What would you? Um, did have you checked out the bonus features at all? I have. Um, I saw they're they're all right. Um, one was like re- remembering Stan Lee, looking at all his cameos in the MCU. Oh, that's dope! I gotta see. I gotta yeah. watch. I haven't had the chance to sit down and watch it because I've been. I bought my girl the South Park flat, uh, fractured butthole. <laughs> like it was just funny. Like she didn't even understand it. He's like, "Oh my god!" Because she's just like, "Hey, I want a South Park. I want the South Park game." I'm like, mm. 
all right, you know, it's whatever. I I had a buy one get I had buy two get one free coupon. Oh, nice. yeah, I had a shit ton of coupons I didn't even know about. Wow, yeah, you're still like a power up rewards member or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Then I just look. He's like, you, know, you got two. You got to buy two get one free. And then I just saw. I'm like, well, she didn't want this, and I'm like, uh, and I guess the girls wanted this. So I got them like an old Just Dance game. Nice. And they, it, since I have the camera, I might as well like really make some use out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, they had they've been having a time of their life since. Nice. Um, mm. Damn, I just up oh, just this just it. Oh, what's up? Oh no, that's just a it was a question. Never mind. Oh. Mm. But um, yeah, my set. Well, you want to take a shot of a what if scenario? Um. Yeah. Sure. I had a one what if scenario. Um. What if World Championship Wrestling purchased World Wrestling Entertainment back in two thousand one? Oh, it'll be a glorified shit show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was thinking about this. I'm like, okay, like, what if WCW bought WWE back in one and Eric Bischoff was still was still in charge. Vince Russo was still in charge creatively, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Hogan was still around. Oh, <laughs> man. So you mean to tell me that you're going to have Eric Bischoff at the helm, Vince at best will be a creative consultant, and they probably would ignore most of his suggestions. Yep. They'll have Hogan squash Austin. They'll, have, they'll attempt to have Hogan squash Austin. Yep. Austin will walk out yep. forever, probably. Yep. Um, the Cruiserweight division would be glorified jobbers to the stars. Yep. Um. Man, you'd probably see some more celebrities hold that title. You would probably see Dennis Rodman hold the WCW World Heavyweight title. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be a great day. <laughs> like It's just going to be a great day. Oh, God. Dennis I can Rodman even go was, home. <laughs> Dennis Rodman was horrible on promos. Like He'd probably feud with Carl Malone for the WWE World title. <laughs> God damn. Yep, be some, oh, man. Jay Leno, a special guest referee. Yup. Oh man, oh, the things we uh, more show, more shows at Sturgis, South Dakota. Shout outs to Eddie Ortiz for that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck WCW Hog Wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like t- by today, like WCW probably would have closed their doors like, yeah. years after. By like 2009, maybe they would have went broke. Yeah, they would have. They definitely would have went. Bro- well, Ted Turner got out of that deal, so yeah, he did. You know, with the whole time warning me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, oh, man. Like, we, we probably would not have had TNA Impact. No, we um, wouldn't. Maybe, we wouldn't. So, AJ Styles would have been just a here today, gone tomorrow, jobber. Oh, he would have probably been, like, the newest member of, like, the, what, three count? Nope. He wouldn't even have made it that far. <laughs> yeah. Man. And then, Hogan like, hop, this guy's too good. Yeah, this guy's. Bury him. Bury him, man. He's trying to take my shine, brother. Yeah. You'll be seeing yep. like Ric Flair versus Hogan in 2010, an Iron Man match. You thought Undertaker versus Goldberg was bad. Oh my God. Uh oh, no. Goldberg still around? Um, oh, oh my God. Can you imagine how many NWO factions there would be? Yeah. NWO Green, to big shout out to DX, probably. Freaking, yeah. I don't know. If they had like like an FCW NXT thing, like early NX like NWO Black and Gold, if they even make it that far, no, they they, they had well they had the WCW Power Plant, the Power Plant. Oh my God, Bill DeMott was probably still be acting a fool. Yeah, um, 
Thunder would probably mm. be would, would, would replace SmackDown. I've been to Thunder. I you went have? To that, I went to that Thunder show in Providence. Oh shit! Really? Where How? it was like four hours long. Really? Oh, because they did double tapings. Yep, they did. They started with okay, so I think it was like February fourth. Mm-hmm. So we have like say if it was a week later, February twelfth. Wait, not even February fourth. So it would be like okay, we had like February like. I don't know. They had the next week's episode. Yeah. No, they did the first half of next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Then we had the live show. Right. Then after that, they did the second half of next week's episode. What kind of bizarre shit is that? <laughs> then we had a special dark match with Goldberg. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, WCW, that's some haphazard-ass booking. That was it. That was how they scheduled it. Wow. I, I don't get it. Yes. Yeah. And there probably will be no women's division. No, they definitely wouldn't. No. Or if they will have the Nitro girls. Yeah, they'll probably be like having like their little like rinky dink women's title and that probably will go nowhere. Yeah. 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 Damn. Damn, just imagine if Bischoff and Hogan were still forget about it. Awful. Awful. <laughs> they'll hire Dixie Carter as a consultant. They wouldn't she wouldn't even even touch the wrestling business. Probably not. No. Damn. There would be no Dixie Carter. Oh. Man, so, yeah, WCW, like, they had the money to do it, but, man, they had no, they had no creative uh, competence. Do you know how much WWE purchased WCW for? It was, like, low millions, right? Four million. Just four million? So you gotta listen to something to wrestle with. He was like, so they talked. They did an episode on the the final Nitro and stuff. And he talked about everything that was happening. And mm-hmm. so he's like, okay, so you know, we got you guys got the video library, which is pretty much what they really wanted. Yeah. So he was like, um, and they was only really interested in only one talent. <laughs> Who was that? Booker T. Well, hey, that was the only talent that Booker. Well, because they couldn't. They couldn't get Sting and Nash and all the guys because they they were under Time Warner mm-hmm. contracts. Yep. So that's why they just sat out there. They just sat out those contracts. Yeah. So they was just like, well, we want to book a tea, but we'll see what the other guys got mm-hmm. and all that. And was, so then Conrad asked him, "So what was some of, what were some of the hard assets you guys uh, took when you bought WCW?" He's like, "Oh God." Maybe like a couple of production stuff. Um, obviously, the library. Oh yeah, and um, we got rings. <laughs> all the ri- all the rings. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we got we got some rings. And all they did really was like sell them off to some of the wrestlers that wanted it. Like oh. I know Undertaker has. They said that Undertaker has one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they just stocked up on the rings because what they do is sometimes like if they do like an overseas tour, yeah. they'll send a ring like way ahead of, they'll send it to their location but it's like way ahead of time oh okay so instead of just flying flying a ring everywhere it's like all right we're gonna be in um nova scotia in november all right we'll sit, ship the ring out there now so by the time we get there we just have to just get we just go there mm-hmm. set it up and then boom it's oh nice we're good so yeah they got rings wow well at least at least somebody got what they wanted <laughs> rings <laughs> he's like we just sold them and even then it was like we sold some of them things off man triple h would be terrorizing again oh god <laughs> uh terrorizing 
God. Uh, I heard the story about how you got that name. He's like, I want to be a terrorizing name. Okay, your first name's Terra. Your last name's Rising. And the great killer Kowalski gave him that name. Legend. You can't deny that. Yeah. Um, what if Chris Benoit did not die? Ooh. If Chris Benoit ha- had Chris Benoit not died, if he like if he didn't commit the murder suicide, right? Oh, then by all means, he'd still be, he'd be well respected as one of the greatest wrestlers ever in the business. He'd be a Hall of Famer. Um, he would have been a, a multi-time world champion. Yeah, because I heard that they were actually gearing. He was going to be gearing up for another run. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then I actually learned if you um, go to if you think back if you find the uh, episode of Talk Is Jericho where he had um, Nancy Benoit's sister. Yep, I heard on, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. She was like, honestly, Chris was actually gonna die a little later on. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't gonna be that far off. Yeah, either like his heart or like his brain, yeah, something like yeah. something like that. Yeah, like he pushed himself literally to death. I think he just. Bla- I, uh, I'm I'm still fascinated about that damn story. I don't know why what it is, you know? mm. but it's like I think it's just he kind of just blacked out, but. Or it's like they were have there was some like marital issue. There was like some issues and stuff, and then probably, probably just like pushed him over the edge, and then that was it. Went into panic mode, made the wrong decisions, and then he realized what he did. Took himself out. Yeah, could be. Like we'll never know. We, we will, and that that's probably what it is. It's so unsettling to me. Is like I yeah. still want to, I, I want to figure it out, find it out, but in all reality. And I tell myself that all the time. Well, reality, we'll just never know. Yeah. But it's just like I just once I get I just get to thinking about it and stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, what if Kenny Omega signed with WWE? Oh God, if if Kenny Omega signed with WWE, that would be the most depressing news as I, I would receive as a wrestling fan, for the simple fact that one. He's way too good for NXT, but he would thrive there. They would treat him like the main eventer that he is. Yeah. Imagine Omega versus Gargano. <sighs> Put that in my veins. But inject that in my veins, son. But but like putting Kenny Omega say on the main roster on a Raw or SmackDown, Vince would see him and he would book him as like a comedic goofball. Um, he would be like, it's such good shit. Like, like all the shitty ideas that he tried to pass on to Dean Ambrose, he would throw on a Kenny Omega. Who? Oh, John Moxley. Thank you. Yeah, on um, Moxley, like he would throw it all on Kenny Omega's shoulders and say, "Run with it. It's such good shit. God damn it." Well, you son of a well, bitch. Well, pal, I, on the contrary, I think he will have a run similar to AJ Styles. You think so? Yeah, I think he. I mean, they did pretty much offer him a blank check. Well, that's the thing. Like they offered him a blank check, so that way other competition, competing organizations would not have him. Have him, but then it's like, yeah. I, I think I honestly think that he would just be, yeah. I think he would have a run similar to AJ Styles and stuff. But and also, it's like I, I am curious to see like how he would go against like Seth Rollins. That would be a dope match. Johnny Gargano. Champa, mm-hmm. um, Velveteen Dream, yeah, yeah, the Dream. You know some of the NX guys, or even some of like well the NX guys, the NXT guys, mm-hmm. who did come up. Yep, and ain't really much doing much, but having, having him against Bobby Roode, him against Drew McIntyre and stuff. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, but he wrestled that safe WWE style, style. Yeah, and it'd be kind. It'd be, it would be watered down, and and not to mention, like, yeah, he's from, like, he's from Winnipeg, so like, you know, Vince will probably have him throw some shade at at Y two J here and there, like, yeah. oh, look, look, Jericho, we've got another one of you. It's like we just come from the same place. It doesn't mean we're the same. same yeah, I know. Like, but they do have great matches together too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, you, me, go. Uh, yeah, you can go. You can run through. Okay. Uh, what if Peter Parker wore the Carnage symbiote instead of Cletus Cassidy? Damn. Hmm. Was there ever a comic in which he did that? How I know, to my knowledge, all you know, I just know mm-hmm. the Venom one. Man, if Peter Parker had worn the Carnage symbiote, uh. I'm I'm sure I'm sure some I'm sure somebody could come up with a, a, a unique workable scenario, but I don't think it would work. Can you imagine like Peter Parker just being driven to being a homicidal maniac, just killing probably bad guys? Not, probably not driven, but I can see, and I can possibly see this in Absolute Connors too, where like the Connors symbiote actually gets on him, mm-hmm. and it's like he's. It's more or less a psychological battle between the Carnage symbiote and Peter Parker himself. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That would be like a a huge psychedelic mind trip for readers. Yeah, it probably could have him like revisit the time his uncle was killed. Kill- yeah, like yeah, and it'd be like, okay, you want revenge on your uncle's killer, and then you see you'll see it come to fruition in his mind. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe like you. Probably would try to stop a bad guy and stuff, and then he's like battling whether the, whether to kill him or not. Because mm-hmm. you know Spider Man doesn't kill, but it's like the Carnage symbiote is dri- is driving him to do it, mm-hmm. and he's just battling. Bat- I think it would be like a yeah. I think it would very be like a like a like a mind battle. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Like it's all in his mind, and he's just like trying to resist it. Yeah. Yeah. That that could actually that would that would work. That's a workable scenario, especially especially like him trying to think about whether or not to kill Green Goblin. So, yeah, yeah exactly. mm, I like that. What if Tony Stark had survived Endgame? Oh my God! If he that would have been such a huge slap in the face, a huge slap in the face because like that would that would double down once and for all on the criticism that Marvel. There, there are no meaningful deaths in Marvel. No one really dies. Hey, we're just, we gonna we we're gonna let the fans go home happy. You just like threw away the drama. Technically, just, we did go home happy, even if you did die. Well, but, yeah, but like, like you want it's like the cheap way of letting yeah, the fans go home happy. Yeah, you know? like um, that would be such a slap in the face. Because like the way Tony was, his whole arc, it, he had to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just yeah. That, that would, as storyline wise, is like, because he is involved. If you look back to the comics, mm-hmm. Iron Man is involved in Secret Invasion and stuff, and that, mm-hmm. like that. Say if that's the the um, story arc that they're gonna go with, right? So oh, it's. I do prefer he died, and I like what they did with Homecoming. It's like he's still around. Mm-hmm. Or they'll probably go well, no, because he wouldn't have been alive. I don't know. I can only just imagine him like dying. It's just yeah, because it's the only he he just went out with such a bang. Yeah, he absolutely Literally. did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then 
Damn that that moment that moment still got got me, man. <laughs> it still got me. You was very hesitant to buy it too. No, I, I said that like, I was gonna get it. Like I just I, I said wait till I, till payday. Oh yeah, so I just got the regular edition. How did I get that? I, um, no, you know what it is? I, no, I like sold something. Mm. Yeah, I sold something and I just had the money right there and there. I'm like, all right, that's what I'm using. Yeah. Um. Okay, here's a good one for you since you're a DC guy. Yeah. What if this great Dick Grayson refused to live with Bruce Wayne and become Robin on his own? Oh, what if he became Robin on his own? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It, that, that's a, that's a possibility. Possibly like a rival vent vigilante. Could be like like I would say like maybe if uh, if Dick Grayson if you wrote it in a way where he's being he's being trained under Batman but then he gets sick of Batman's like non lethal methods and then Robin wants really wants revenge and so he like splits off and does his own thing and so he's like trying to kill bad guys and then Batman has to face him once and for all and. You know, Robin has to confront with like, okay, who do you want to be? Do you want to be a killer? Do you want to end up like these villains I fight, or do you want to redeem yourself? Um, so I could that could be a, a a really strong struggle between between a, a killer Robin struggling between doing the right thing and uh, being his own person while wanting revenge for the de- for the death of his parents, and then Batman will have to confront like. Maybe maybe some questions about okay, is it worth training, you know, younger younger talent to yeah. to follow my lead, so that so that you, you can you can mine a lot of potential drama there. Okay, what if X Men went against Thanos in the MCU? Hmm, X Men versus Thanos in the MCU. Uh, now I'm thinking if it were like the X Men that we saw in the in the films. Then he once well, he didn't even have to snap just like one touch of a finger and then they'd all disintegrate except for except for Wolverine. Um, I will say this: um, Magneto would be the struggle. Mag- yeah, Magneto would be a struggle because obviously he can manipulate metal, the gauntlet. Yep, he can just fatten up the gauntlet, take it off, take it off Thanos, put it on him. Yep, bye Thanos. Yeah, then Magneto would probably kill himself in the process because he's. Well, maybe not because you got to remember too, like it's the thought, the the snap is literally just the, just to initiate what you want to do. But it's like the power is all really in the mind. Yeah. You initiate it. There's just, you set it up. The snap just makes it happen. That's just Mm -hmm. the action to make it happen. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So he could, so he could potentially survive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, I mean, that would that would that would have been an interesting battle, especially like Wolverine, like Wolverine and Hulk fastball special. Oh no, that's Wolverine and Spider Man because when Wolverine throws. Oh yeah. Spider. Okay. Yeah. Or I have another. I have another what if scenario. Speaking of uh, Marvel, uh, what if uh, Killmonger in the Black Panther film? What if Killmonger actually did kill T'Challa and maintained the throne? Then it will be revolution, but not necessarily for the good of black people. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like all those Wakandan spies all over the place would have weapons. And he's like, yo, re-. and remember, Wakandans are loyal to the throne. Mm-hmm. Even though they love to chat. Just like um, Ikoye said. Yep. She's like, 
I love the child. I love you, but mm-hmm. I am loyal to my king. Whoever that is, mm-hmm. doesn't matter who he is. I am loyal to my king. Yep. Even though she loved T'Challa, like not like in love with him, but yeah, like respected him. Lo- yeah, she loved him, but it's like she respects the title. She respects the throne. She is dedicated to the throne. Mm-hmm. So she would do whatever he said. Yeah. And just like Wakanda's would, they would do whatever he said. If he wanted, he would spark revolution to the point where it would be, it would, it would be very, like, it would be a travesty. Yeah. Like he'd be no better than the oppressor. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and Kyle says, Thanos the goat. You got to say the whole thing. The whole thing. Thanos the goat. Kyle's a Thanos fan. Oh. What's the whole thing? Thanos the goat. Oh, Thanos the goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, he's uh, definitely the most compelling, up next to Killmonger, the most compelling villain in the MCU. What about all time? Like, people, he's got to at least make. I'd say somewhere in the, the top. top 50 greatest villains of all time. Yeah, top 50 villains. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially if you look at what he did in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. MCU wise, definitely. Like movie, stop top fifty movie villains. Movie villains, sure. Like like I would still put like Heath Ledger's Joker as like number one. Darth Vader, really? Over Darth Vader? Yeah. Yeah, because you know, the prequel trilogy and uh, that hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what if the hand teamed with Fisk and the Defenders? If the hand team with Fisk and the Defenders, yeah, it'd still be the same. You think so? I think they yeah. would probably be more powerful. They'd be more powerful, but then, like, when you really think about the Defenders, because we reviewed it on the show, yeah. like, the hand, they just weren't compelling enough. Well, maybe it's just, I think in the comics, they're much darker. Yeah. And they're more, they're more portrayed. They're written better in the in the comics. Yeah. Whereas, like, it's just the, the great concept. Poorly executed. I'd say so. Yeah, it, it needed more seasoning on the chicken. Yeah. And I think with Fisk involved with him, mm-hmm. would have been that extra adobo. <laughs> would have been the adobo, salt, and pepper, and paprika. Well, not, not paprika. Maybe some cayenne. Yeah. Sprinkle some cayenne, pepper. Yeah, throw it in there. Shit, I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I before I got <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that, that, that could work. But then you, I would say... Take out Iron Fist, and then you'd have the so you'd have the perfect thing. Because like, because I don't know, I, I, Iron Fist. He's like the he's just like the boiled, unseasoned vegetables of the MCU. And then he he's like he's like the white people casserole. That's, man. You know what I? I <laughs> no flavor. All, all that all the ingredients and no flavor. How is that possible? So you are comparing Iron Fist to Jay White? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I am comparing Iron Fist to, J- to Jay White. <laughs> Flavorless casserole. Oh, man. You know what the thing is? My thing is about going back to Russell. I like the Jay White look. Yeah. Yeah, the look is there. The look is there. The name's dope. Mm-hmm. But it's just the guy is not there. What's happening, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. it's just It just ain't. There. It's if not, you could probably, no. you got to put it with somebody. Put it on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like which which begs the question: like, what 
kind of gimmick would fit Jay White then? What if Jay White had a different gimmick? Shit. Here's your what if scenario. <laughs> okay, there. What if Jay White had a different gimmick? Oh, Damn. Man. Um, he has that smug douchebag look that way if you just kind of look at him, you kind of just want to smack him right in the nose. Boogenhagen! Okay. <laughs> hey, thank you. He just yelled Boogenhagen. Jay White as Boogenhagen? No. <laughs> or Rick Why can't Jay Why can't Jay White be Rick Boogs? Rick Boogs? Is that what the... Oh, God, that's his new name. That's his new name. Rick Boogs. Damn it. The freaking NXT name generator malfunctioned. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um... Man, Jay White with a different gimmick. I would say, damn, man, that's like that's like that's like putting mayo on white bread and eating that. Um, mayonnaise sandwiches? Yeah, just mayonnaise sandwich, man. It's just it's like it's, like, it's like, just like boiled what chicken. Would be the bologna. What would be the bologna in that mayonnaise sandwich? The fried bologna. <laughs> he said it's a sleep. <laughs> <laughs> A slave name? <laughs> What's a slave name? Rick Bugs. <laughs> yeah. You know what uh, you know what Bugenhagen's real name is? Oh, what is it? Eric Bugenhagen. What the hell does That's his real name? You had you had it right there. You didn't have to you didn't have to unring the bell, man. Damn. Um You did not have to unstitch the sweater, WWE. That's that's a hard one. What it See, that's the thing. Like, Jay White is just so, so dull that it's hard to think of a compelling gimmick he for him. He would be. Honestly, I would say that Jay White would probably prosper in WWE if he got under that creative. If he got under the create that creative um, thing. Everything good? Yeah, everything's good. Yeah. Okay. If he got under that creative umbrella and they actually found something for him, yeah. I think he probably would have flourished much more then, but it's just like it's just it's him. Yeah. The wrestler himself. What the hell is Jay White's real name? Um You know what? I would say give Jay White the perfect 10 gimmick. He could he give him give him that. He could probably do something with that. Oh, his real name's Jay White. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, you can't get no more fucking bland than that. Um, give give, give Jay White the perfect ten gimmick from Ty Dillinger, for, uh, now known as Sean Spears. Give him that. Yeah, but even then, it's like the only per- Sean Spears developed that one. Yeah, or give him the old, uh, you know, C.J. Parker gimmick from NXT, now known as Juice Robinson. Remember the the un- the douchebag environmentalist oh, always God. carried the signs, save the planet, recycle. Give him that. Put him in a. Be with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, like wrestling machine. No, like put him in that stable with him and Eric Rowan. Oh. And apparently other Eric Rowan. Uh, yeah, that was so dumb. I didn't even like why I actually fell asleep in that part. Like, like I, I saw I saw it trending on Twitter. I'm like, really? To some no name dude. Okay, whatever, whatever, Vince. <laughs> You do you, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. You could... Jay White is so bad that we can't even think of anything for him. We can't like another Baron Corbin. He will be another Baron Corbin. Then it would just be dull together. Yeah, give give him a wait waiter's uniform. Just throw him out. Oh, let him let him be the the Maitre D of New Japan. Have him have him come out. You know, serving 
collecting, taking people's orders or some shit. Uh, have them escort people to the ring, to their table. Tag them with Baron Corbin and they just be douchebags together. Yeah, they can, op- they can open their own Applebee's, start a franchise. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> please don't. Please do that. You know what? I, you know what? You, you just bringing that up. You know what that made me want to do? Oh, what? Find the episode. Shout out Gavin Fletcher. What up, Gavin? All the way in the UK. Hey, what's up, Gavin? How are you? Um, he's got a YouTube channel too. Y'all gotta check that out. Gavin Knotts on YouTube. Check him out as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to find the episode where we we in wrestling fantasy warfare mm-hmm. roasted. <laughs> it made the best TGI Fridays that we could ever imagine. Yeah, I just gotta go find that because I saved it just because it was that funny. Yeah, I saved the date, so I'm just gonna look at the date. Mm-hmm. But you know, sorry, guys, can't say you gotta work at 9 a.m. Yeah, it's like four in the morning over there. Yeah, we appreciate you tuning in, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. But he like. I just gotta watch that and just read as I go along, and that and just laugh. Mm. Yeah, that that was a that was a hilarious uh, thread. Yeah, just like Shorty G. Shorty, Nate Dog and Shorty G about to regulate fires on that <laughs> one. Oh man! Oh, that was so great. I I, I just love I love roast. Yeah, I love the roast. Um, okay, let me hit up my last one. Yeah. What if Rose died instead of Jack in Titanic? Um, hmm. I would amend that by saying, what if they both survived by having Jack get on the on the damn door? <laughs> Which they said they they actually put that on MythBusters. Mm-hmm. I like you. I YouTubed it. Okay. And it's like really only thing that they had to do to get the buoyancy mm-hmm. for them to both survive. If they would have tied up the life jacket onto the door, oh, mm-hmm. but then it's but then Jim James Cameron debunked that as like, yeah, uh, it's the water's twenty eight degrees below zero. Like, there's no way you'll have enough time to do that. Yeah, because remember, people in Titanic, the people there's some people who almost died in the, the people who died in Titanic. Yeah, they froze to death instead of drowning. Yeah, they did. So I actually had a my my grandfather used to tell me this story that we had a relative on the Titanic, wow. like an undocumented like she worked for one of the rich families, but mm-hmm. she was on the Titanic. We had a relative on the Titanic. Wow, that's amazing. so we're like we've been trying to like get information on that for like the longest time, mm. but like everybody who like knew the story like knew the story of her have like been, are like long gone now. Mm. Wow, yeah. If y'all can uncover that story, that'd be amazing. I would. Yeah, but uh, cheap plug, love it. <laughs> but um, uh, if I, what if Jack? Honestly, I think Jack would have died soon. She wouldn't have lived as long as Rose did. Yeah, I think he would have survived, mm. like in New York or whatever, like or probably just went back to Wisconsin where he was like originally from. Yeah, according to the story, but like mm. I don't think he would have wouldn't have lasted, would have lived that long. Yeah, like, just wouldn't be the same. Like, he didn't have anything to live for at that yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. Or he probably, you know, you know, maybe, uh, you know, defy miscegenation laws, hook up with a woman of color, you know, break the color barrier. Possibly. Yeah. Be he like, seemed like he loved it. Yeah. Be he, a seemed po- fun. Yeah, he seemed fun enough. 
Yeah, be a pioneer. You know, fight the man. Fuck the system. But then it would have been before the, um, the loving family. Yeah, way before. Yeah. And he probably would have died, but got killed. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, you know, that would have been a whole different movie. Wow, that turned dark. <laughs> it, it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's all I got. I tried to come up with some other ones, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Oh man. Ooh, I have another what if. Go ahead. Um what what if what if Sega remained in the console business? She Dreamcast wasn't bad. Yeah. It was no. Cool, but it wasn't bad. What? Yeah, Dreamcast had a lot of beloved games. Crazy fucking taxi. Yup. You cannot tell me I, if you did not have fun playing Crazy Taxi, like you just you're just soulless. Yeah, that that game was lots of fun, man. Still holds up, actually. Does it really? Yeah, I know you can play it like certain arcades, like at Dave and Buster's and stuff. Hmm. Yep. Man, I haven't, I haven't played an arcade game in a long time. What since October? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, well, barring October before then. Yeah, it was years upon years. But, yeah, man. Like, like if Sega was still in the console business today, like, if they were competing with the likes of Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft, maybe the landscape would be... It would be very different. It would be very different. Like, we wouldn't see the Sonic games on any other platform. Right. Um, Yakuza would still be... Would probably, you know, be exclusively Sega because they developed a series. Right. Um, Man... Man, things things would be it it, it would be a, a definitely a, a more crowded market, um, maybe, but the, but that's to say that if if Sega managed to like improve their their luck because after the Saturn Saturn wasn't quite successful, then Dreamcast it had it had a strong buzz, but then the PS2 came out and just killed killed it, it. just straight killed it. <laughs> you want to know what it did? It you know know what you want to know what did it. Oh, what was that? The simple fact that simple the PS2 was a DVD player. That there it is. That's why it still remains the biggest selling video game system of all time. Yeah. Because of that. Yep. Hey, that was my first. No, that was my second DVD player. Actually, yeah, that was my first. Yeah. There you go. That was a, that was true for a lot of people. Yeah, man. Like, and then if, and it, but if Dreamcast so sewn that up with the DVD player capability for the Dreamcast. Yeah. Think perhaps things would have been different. PSO was great on Dreamcast. <laughs> oh yeah, Fantasy Star Online. That was that was very good. I that 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 game was a bit ahead of its time too, with the whole uh, uh, online um, co-op and uh, lobbies. Yeah. Yeah, that was ahead of its time because a lot of people we wasn't really we really wasn't doing that at that time. Yeah, the online gaming that was like really niche at the time. Like yeah. you had to like tie up your phone line <laughs> just to get on, <laughs> or if you had like. Uh, like the fiber optics, which you know that was one that was another thing. But yeah, man, if, if Sega was still around, shoot, you probably be talking about oh man, you getting Sega's late, latest console, the Sega Station Eight or something. I don't know. <laughs> I can't even think of it. <laughs> like Sega Saturn, Dreamcast, Sega CD, CD, Sega Neptune. No, that was the, that was the, that was a working title for Saturn. Was it really? Yeah, Neptune. I'm actually glad they went with Saturn. Have you even played a Sega Saturn? I have actually. Yeah, during its heyday, I played one game. Oh, what was that? The Street Fighter movie video game. God damn! (laughs) (laughs) That game did come out for the Saturn. 
and the PS One. Oh man, that that movie was awful. It was. Rest in peace, Raul Julia. Yeah, I know that was his last movie. Yeah, but we'll always remember you for Gomez Adams. That was. Oh my god. Yeah. We need a new one. Well, we're getting an animated one, but we we need a new one. And Rami Malek better play Gomez, and Christina Ricci better play Morticia. I would see that. That was really I would good see casting. The fuck out of that movie. Yeah. You can get some fucking Disney Channel kids to play Wednesday and Pugsley. <laughs> yeah. Can kind of make it R-rated too. I don't need to make, go that far. You know, make it dark. You know, cousin it. Cousin it. You know, has a bunch of women in his basement. <laughs> and he has a hand crawling around. Does does his dirty work. Hands him at weapons. The hands just choking out people. He's just dragging the bodies along. Okay, okay. Come back to the light. Come back to the light. I should write that movie down, man. Come yeah. back to the light. Rated R Adam's Family. Yeah, man. You <laughs> need some help. You really need some help. I'm glad I made that creepy laugh gif of you. Directed by Ari Aster. Oh, okay. Now, now, now. <laughs> okay, All right. Um, any other what is you got? Um, any other what ifs? Um, man, damn. Uh, what if Christopher Nolan made a bat a part four Batman? Part four Batman. Even though it wasn't needed, but it's like they did tease us with somewhat of a Robin, and then that's it. Oh, which I'm okay with, but it's like yeah. I'm okay. Like the trilogy, it was a trilogy. That's all it really needed to be. But what if? Oh, like if if Joseph if they follow Joseph Gordon Levitt, yeah. I mean, under Christopher Nolan, that would have s- some strong potential. Like I would see that, but by then, like people would probably give it like a backlash. Like, oh, you're just going back to the well again. You've seen this already. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let me see. Do I have a question of the week? I had one like a few days ago and then I lost them. Wait, maybe I got some left over from like the archives a few years ago. Mm. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, shout outs to uh, Kyle Chapman for remaining on the UWO podcast. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> that was a great ad. I'm mad I missed the. Um, that I missed like the actual, like, when he showed up. Mm hmm. Okay. What is your favorite movie starring a wrestler other than The Rock? Damn. Favorite movie starring a wrestler other than The Rock. Damn, that kind of narrow. Oh, They Live. (laughs) Roddy Piper. Yup. I'm going to go with They Live. That movie still holds up. Um, I don't know because once I usually see a movie with a wrestler, I just get so turned off. <laughs> so, Santa Slay with Goldberg as Santa Claus. I did not see that. I did not know that was a thing. Actually, yeah, that is. Look it up. I probably would have to say the Longest Yard. Oh yeah, Steve Austin was in Steve there. Steve Austin, Goldberg. Bob Sapp, the great Kali. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Great Khali was actually used very well in that movie. Oh. His lines were very limited, and every time he talked, it was translated. Mm-hmm. It was subtitled. Uh, that's how the white man runs the football. <laughs> Nelly was fucking. Yeah, Nelly was a beast tonight. Mm. Okay. Okay, so you go with. Yeah, I have to go with Longest Yard. Because yeah. if that's on like TV, I'm shutting shit down and watching that. Yeah, even though it's Adam Sandler. I don't mind. I don't mind. He's yeah. had some good. He's had some hits and misses. I mean. I mean, it's either that or Suburban Commando. We're going to take it with a high pitch voice. Yeah. Or Mr. Nanny. I actually liked Mr. Nanny back in the day. I mean, it's one of those movies you like as a kid, but then you realize. It's just like, this shit is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to go with, uh, th- yeah, They Live, because that still holds up. Especially the, the seven-minute street fight between Roddy Piper and Keith David. Yeah. Oh, that shit was great. Put the glasses on. Man, I love that movie. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's our question of the week. So what's your favorite movie starring a wrestler other than The Rock? So your other choices include Blade Trinity, Triple H. <laughs> well, I mean, you can always choose The Chaperone. That, yeah. Knuckleheads. The Marine. All to- all, all six of them. Is it six? Yeah. I was about to say like seven, seven to eight. Like I was gonna give a number higher than that. Um, any of Stone Cold's uh, Steve Austin straight to video action movies? <laughs> yeah. This is Steve Austin collection I saw at Walmart. I saw that too. I saw that at Target. Like for the longest time, it was like a steelbook collection of four of his straight to video movies. Like The yeah. Condemned was one of them, I think. Are they allowed to put out the game? Oh, did See No Evil? See No Evil with Kane. Um, you know there was a See No Evil too. There was? Yeah. Shit. That must have been way under the radar. Uh, what else? What other straight to video? Well, not straight to, but what other movies? They're pretty much off straight to video. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mentioned Santa Slay. Oh. There was one with Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I think that was... No, that, that wasn't a Marine movie, but it was an action movie. Um, was it called Run All Night? I don't know. Was it? Hold on, I got the released. Here we go. We got okay, the Scorpion King. Right. Okay, mostly all the rocks because he was the rock at the time. Uh, see no evil, the Marine, the Condemned, behind Emily and in behind enemy lines, Columbia with Mister Kennedy. Jesus. Twelve round, the Marine two with Ted DiBiase Jr. Legendary Knucklehead, the Chaperone. Um, what the hell is that's what I am with Randy Orton? No Inside idea. Out with Triple H. Not from 2011. Yeah. Oh, I assume you've seen it? Nope. Okay. The Reunion with John Cena. i seen the cover of that, and that was it. Hmm. Uh, the Day. Oh, there's no Edge. Bending the Rules with Edge. You know, he was like a goofball cop. Mm-hmm. Um, the Call with David Otunga. Dead Man Down with Wade Barrett. Queens of the Ring with Miz CM Punk and Eve Torres. Hmm. Apparently, it's a French movie. Oh. 12 Rounds 2, Christmas Bounty, the Scooby-Doo joints that they had. Yep. Leprechaun Origins with Hornswoggle. <laughs> <laughs> Jingle All the Way 2 with Santino Morella. Mm-hmm. Vendetta with Big Show. <clears throat> Santa's Little Helper, Condemned 2 with Orton. Yeah. Interrogation with Edge and Lana, Incarnate with Mark Henry. There's actually a lot of them. 
The yeah. resurrection of Gavin Stone with Shawn Michaels. Yep. Young country There's a lot of these. Yeah. They're I wonder... My brother with R True, but I think Trey Songs was in that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fighting with My Family. Yeah, you reviewed that a couple of days a couple of weeks ago on uh, Victor's Corner. Yeah. Oh, but but that does have the rock though in it. So we're talking about movies okay, other yeah, than the so rock. Yeah. Oh, how can I forget? One night in China. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Good lord, I've never seen it and I never will, but I've heard things. I've seen, I've seen like still shots and stuff. Like, it's not like the R. Kelly sex tape where we watched it and we snuck and watched it in school. Jesus Christ, man! Somebody had it on the computer and he was like, he just threw it on. Did he get in trouble? Did the teacher catch him? No. I hope so. No. No. Well, then again, I mean, your your high school is kind of janky. I have fun in my high school. High school is whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, um, let us know what your answers are. Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, this will be on our social medias within a day or two, so you can check us out on Facebook. Obviously, thank you for watching. Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, you can catch our episodes on YouTube as well, on Spotify, iTunes. Please give us that five-star review. Mm-hmm. And I... That it? Yeah, pretty much. And and we're on Spotify. Spotify, yeah, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcast. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, we we hit all the notes. All right. Yeah, man. So yeah, yeah, that wraps it up for this week's episode of the Codex Prime Podcast. Uh, tune in next week, same Codex time, same Codex channel. Uh, got a whole bunch of stuff coming down the pike for um. Uh, for wrestling news, August 31st. That's going to be a jam-packed day as well. Oh, my God. I got my fantasy football draft that day, too. So I will have, like, a laptop and, like, the iPad going. Oh. Wait, is that going to be – is that pay- legit pay-per-view or uh, Bleacher Report? I think that's a legit pay-per-view. Um, all Out? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a legit pay-per-view, if I'm not mistaken. Because on, 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 on Saturday, August 31st, you, you get, for all wrestling fans out there, you get, you're going to have um, – NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff, uh, AEW All Out, and you're going to have uh, New Japan um, Royal, is it Royal Royal Quest? Something like that. Um, I know where Okada is going to defend his IWGP Heavyweight Championship against Minoru Suzuki. So yeah, jam-packed day, that is. Yeah, it was. Oh my God, I forgot. I knew there was a, oh my. Yeah, if it's a legit pay-per-view, maybe, maybe Brian would order it. You can go over his house. Everybody pitch in and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got my fantasy draft that day, so I have to be at that. No, you can. No, I can't. I have to be there. Oh, yeah. You gonna pick the Cowboys again? No, that's not how fantasy football works. Nah, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how foosball fantasy seven works. You know so how? You, you, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know this. I mean, the season's coming up again, right soon. Yeah. That's cool. So. I, I can't wait to see more Stephen A. Smith trolling and your Cowboys disappointing yet again because that's what they do. Oh, here's another what if. What if Tom Brady signed with another team instead of the Patriots? <laughs> There'll be no fans whatsoever. It'll still be the 90s. Oh, man. Oh, high five on that one. Oh, <laughs> watch all the fair weather Patriots fans just like drop in droves. Uh, I, I would love, I would laugh my ass off. If Tom Brady was traded to another team, well, he won't be traded. Trust or, me. He has Tom Brady has that team by the balls. He does. Yeah, I mean, he, he goes, 
everything else goes with him. I'm just yeah. saying from the beginning. Oh, from the beginning? From the beginning. Tom Brady had never signed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, there'd be no Patriots Nation nowadays. There'd be no six-time champions. You know, they'd, they'd, be, the, they'd, be, they'd be the scrubs, as, as they should be. You know, in this bizarre alternate universe we live in, for some reason, the Patriots, you know. This George Bush deregulated world we live in, as yeah. Chris Rock said. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, you know, this this dark timeline allowed the Patriots to become six-time champions to tie the all-time record. Uh, Who knows? I mean, maybe, maybe if the Patriots weren't dominant, maybe the Cowboys would step up. Maybe the Panthers would actually win one. <laughs> you're just now. You're just. Yeah, I mean, I mean that. I mean, I mean the, the Panthers though. Really, would they really win? Kyle, would they really win? Stop. stop leave the man alone. <laughs> you want to get. You want to get a burial of the week, don't you? No, I'm good. I'm you good. Sure. I'm. I'm positive. I, I. I kid. You know. I don't. I don't watch the the the, the foosball. I don't know what the thing is about. So. You know, I, I have because I have better things to do with my time, you know, yeah, and and being, and I'm an educated man. So why would I watch football? But thank you for all. Thank you for watching. And thank you for uh, uh, listening to our podcast. And as always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.